0: Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. It's me, Leighton. And I was also told to uh give a shout-out or say hi to Abby, so... Hi! <laughs> um I'm actually recording my podcast on Friday because... I don't know. I think I'm gonna be busy tomorrow. It's just a lot. My life is just crazy. So, I don't know. And we're here. We're here. We made it. We did this. Yeah! <laughs> so... I guess today's topic, I was gonna talk about my cars, like, the cars that I've had, um, like, previously and currently. So, actually, the car that I'm driving right now isn't a car, it's a Jimmy, but I'm gonna keep calling it a car, so don't come for me. Um, (laughs) it's a GMC Jimmy, and I think it was my mom's, because she got, like, Chrissy put on the front of it, and it's now mine, so I'm just driving around in this Jimmy that says Chrissy, so... <laughs> um but my Jimmy is like my lifeblood, and the only reason I stopped driving my Jimmy was because my brakes went out and I almost wrecked it and it scared the literal hell out of me. So I was like, no, we're done with this. We're not doing this. We ain't playing these games, Jesus. <laughs> so I stopped driving it and I started driving a Honda Civic that was in terrible condition. We fixed it. In our front yard. Because it broke down in our driveway. Like, (laughs) we bought it for $100 because it broke down in our driveway. That's that's what country living is. That's what rednecks are. (laughs) How redneck are you? Have you ever traded a pig for a lawnmower? Didn't think so. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, no, that's actually true. My dad did, in fact, trade a pig for a lawnmower. Like, he... He's a lawnmower mechanic, so he fixed the lawnmower and traded the dude some cash and a pig. So we had a pig, and it bit my kneecaps off. That's a different day, different story. (laughs) Anyway, this Honda Civic broke down in our yard. So my dad fixed it up, and he's like, here you go, kid. Here's your Honda Civic. And I'm like, oh my god, you could have just fixed the brakes on my jimmy. He's like, nope, here's a new Honda. And it's like not new at all. Called it Sandy because the bumper was not silver like the rest of the car. It was painted Sandy color like it looked like sand was glued to my car. That's the color. He painted it. It was great. Hated it. Um, <laughs> um I drove that one forever It had a giant hole in the floorboard that my dad like bolted together and then he put like a floor mat over it So the floor mat on the passenger side was just lifted up. People were like, what's under your floor mat? I'm like, don't look. Don't look. <laughs> and they're like, why? I'm like, there's a plate because there was a hole in the floor. And they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, I drove that for a while. I drove that through my senior year. And what ended up happening is, it was the last day of my summer. It was the last day of my supposed-to-be-summer job, pizza job, that ended up lasting me three years. So, I had to quit that job so I could go to college. So, I qu- I had the last day. The last day of that job, I was driving home and my cocky ass would drift that Honda all day, and I would drift around turns and shit, and I was really good at it, but <laughs> here's the thing, sometimes even pros screw up, um, I'm not a pro at all, I'm not a professional, but I got really good at drifting this Honda, because it was so easy to me, and they had put rock on the road that day, because I was going down a gravel road, but for some reason, they just put a random mound of rocks on the, on this turn. So when I drifted it, I didn't see the rocks until I was already too, too, too late. It's too late. And I hit the rocks. And my car was completely corrected to go straight. But it kept drifting sideways because of the rocks. And I went, like, my fucking, my front bumper went directly into a ditch right in front of a tree. So if the ditch wouldn't have been there. I would have hit the tree and died. But since the ditch was there. With a bunch of grass. It like distributed out the the hit. The impact. So it didn't kill me. My seatbelt worked. My airbags didn't. So my airbags didn't go off. Nothing went off. And I, I just like freaked out. Pulled it out of the ditch. And drove it home. And I was like. When I got out of the car. I unbuckled the seatbelt and I couldn't breathe. I just like immediately collapsed on the ground. I literally blacked out and I woke up in like the fetal position where my limbs were like aggressively like holding like the shape of a tiny baby and I was like completely not breathing when I woke up and I was like (laughs) it was horrible. It was so I hit so hard it like took the air out of my lungs and I was covered in soda because I had a soda in my hand in a foam cup and that fingers go right through foam, apparently, (laughs) so I was, like, in my yard, passed out for, like, 10 minutes, and my dad, he just didn't see me, like, he just didn't see me get out of the car, he saw me pull in, but, like, he didn't see me go inside, so he thought I was just sitting in my car still, he didn't see me black out on the ground, and I was, like, I walked in, I told my mom, I was, like, I wrecked my car, (laughs) and she's, like, oh, are you okay, and I'm, like, yeah <laughs> They didn't believe me because my car looked okay because my bumper was already screwed up from a previous wreck from the previous owner. So they just didn't believe me when I said I got in a wreck until they sent me to the store two days later and they sent me to the store two days later. I'm getting a snapchat right now. Hey, you better calm down. You better calm down, snap chatter, chatter snap. <laughs> Anyway, they sent me to the store, and my car broke down halfway home, and they found out that I had hit hit so hard that I had wrapped the radiator... Can you calm down, Snapchat? I had wrapped the radiator around the bottom of my car, along with, like, the air conditioner or something. So, like, I hit... Imagine this. You hit something with your car so hard that the things inside of your car go underneath of it. like... <laughs> I think I hit the ditch like going about 40. Like 30 or 40 and I was like shocked that the airbags didn't go off. But like my seatbelt like left like bruises and red marks all the way across me and I just hid it from my family cuz they didn't believe I wrecked anyway. <laughs> Until they had to come get my car a mile away from the house cuz it had broken down. <laughs> it had broken down so they had to come get it. Um Ben, anyway, it was that was crazy. It was a crazy time. So then I just started driving my Jimmy again. <laughs> I had to go to college. Came back. And when I came back, I started driving my Jimmy again. And the brakes had been fixed and everything's fixed in my Jimmy. Except for, like, the tailpipe. For some reason, one day, I'm just driving and the rust was so bad on my, like, my tailpipe that it just rusted off. <laughs> so there was just, like, a, a like six-inch length of pipe just hanging from my car. Not attached to anything. <laughs> so I had to, like, crawl under my car and, like, detach it and, like, toss it in the back seat of my car. And so, like, if anybody looks in my trunk, they're like, what is that? I'm like, that's the, that's the, that's the tailpipe. <laughs> and they're like, why is the tailpipe of your car in the trunk? And I'm like, sometimes things happen and you can't always control the future. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so... Those are the, the two vehicles that I've had. I have, like, I've never totaled a car. I mean, I technically have never totaled a car. I have been in a wreck. That, oh, dang, I left that out, didn't I? Rutro. row. Well, I could go back and say the little story that happened in my Honda. So, if anyone from my senior class is listening... And you were there for our senior prank. The only prank that was pulled was on me for my stupidity. So we were trying to hide from the janitor. So we had our cars parked in the field in the dark so the janitor couldn't see us because we were waiting for him to leave. And I had my car parked and then I, I drove to like, I don't know, I was doing something and then the janitor started to come back. So I put it in reverse and then I like drove forward. I didn't see the ditch, went directly into a ditch, knocked my transmission hose loose, started to back up freaking out, managed to hit my mirror on a pole and bust it completely off. And I just drove my car in between the buildings. Then I picked, (laughs) we put the mirror back on, but it's completely shattered. And I drove it From behind the school around the school parking lot. And there's just transmission fluid leaking everywhere. So, (laughs) after that happened, my dad had to come fix the car in the parking lot of the school. And for the next, like, three months, or, like, till the end of school, there was just transmission fluid all over the ground. So every time we'd go outside and be walking, my friends would be like, Hey, that's from your car. (laughs) And I'm like, I know. (laughs) <laughs> poor ass honda <laughs> <laughs> oh sandy the honda got destroyed by a pole and a ditch <laughs> twice <laughs> oh man and then i think i did i got another wreck with my honda wow i'm a terrible driver <laughs> i was in traffic one day and i was coming out of Taco Bell and it's a really busy four way like it's this four wide five if you count the turning lane wide like road and it's like neil street or something and so i'm pulling out from taco bell and this big ass truck stops in front of the turn and signals me to go across like across the lanes that it's clear so i start to go and a toyota rav comes flying and i hit the bumper of it because they were being impatient and sitting behind this truck and they got impatient because it stopped And decided to go around it. And then I hit them because they decided to drive right in front of me. Like, they didn't think for a second maybe that truck was stopped for a reason. I don't know. And I just ended up hitting them because they literally were just being impatient and just drove right in front of me. Like, they could have seen me coming. They just didn't care. And then they had, like, the smallest possible dent in their car. Nothing was wrong with their car. Their door still opened. Everything was fine. They literally just had this little baby dent and they filed a claim like what (laughs) it's not even noticeable but you're gonna file a claim how do you explain that to your insurance company like I want to file a claim on this tiny dent in my car what what I hope the insurance claim just laughs at you but no and apparently they like (sighs) it was literally the smallest dent let me tell you and instead of just replacing like getting rid of the dent and fixing the paint They replaced the entire back bumper and charged me for it. Who are you, and why do you suck so bad? My car wasn't damaged, except for my entire front end was scraped to hell. And my, like, my license plate was all scraped up. And my car already looked like shit anyway, so now my car looks even more like shit. And you have the smallest dent in the world, and you want to sit and, like, throw a hissy fit? (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even care. We're, We're... Ugh. I hate that story. But, like, the dude who was in the truck, he left the scene. Like, he literally flew away from the scene. He didn't want to be a part of it at all. Because he knew it was completely his fault. If he would not have signaled me across the road, I wouldn't have gone. I would have just waited forever, the whole day. I would have just sat there and waited for the rest of the day. But no, he had to be stupid. <laughs> Alright. I'm 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 done ranting about the story with the Toyota RAV. Ugh. <sighs> Anyway, so I love my car. And I uh I forgot to get I forgot to tell you guys the nickname of my car. I have a Jimmy, right? So it's a GMC Jimmy and I call it the Yakmobile. <laughs> the only time I call it a Yakmobile is when I have a kayak sitting on the top of it. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm in the Yakmobile. And anytime other than that, I'm like, I'm in the Jimmy, whipping in the Jimmy. Everybody knows that I have Jimmy. That's my car. <laughs> And apparently my car's gender fluid because I never know what to call it. I'm like, yeah, she's kept me uh, going for a long while. And then I'm like, yeah, Jimmy, he's pretty cool. <laughs> In the same sentence. And people are like, so, what? And like, what? And I'm like, yeah, she's a good car. And they're like, but you just said, yeah, no, Jimmy, he's pretty cool. They're like, but it's the same car. I'm like, I know. I was like, it's a car, it doesn't have a gender. Why do you want, what? <laughs> what do you want from me? Huh? <laughs> You're gonna crawl into my car and see if it has a pair of balls? Like what do you <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> anyway, I call it the Yakmobile because I go kayaking a lot. And so <laughs> I could tell that story. Yeah, I could. Okay, I got time. I got time. I'm gonna tell this story. So there's been a couple times where I've gone kayaking in my actmobile, And when I'm taking the kayak off the top of a car, you're very vulnerable, surprisingly. For some reason, creepy old people, women and men, find it very, very intriguing to stare at me while I'm taking this kayak off the top of the car. I'm like, do you guys not live around here? Everyone goes kay why are you just staring at me? <laughs> like I'm so scared every time I like go to the like Homer Lake. I live like five minutes away from Homer Lake. I go kayaking there all the time. Everyone goes kayaking there. <laughs> and so I'm taking this kayak off the top of the car. And they are, like, staring at my ass or staring at me. And it's just really uncomfortable the whole time. Like, me in my shorts and Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) And I'm like, what's so appeasing and appealing to you that you want to watch me do this? Like, it's just weird. And they, like, for some reason act like I can't see them. They act like if they're, like, you know when little kids hide behind trees and lean out and think that you can't see them? Like, (laughs) I can see you, Tony and Tara in your fing pickup truck that's bright neon blue. I can see you looking through the window at me. What do you want? <laughs> do you wanna go? I will fight you right now with the kayak on my back. <laughs> I cracked myself up way too much. Um anyway, fucking Tony and Tara were like there was one day it was like a couple and like that's what they do. Like, that's what you do on date nights. You go watch underage children take kayaks off their cars. Like, what is your problem? What is your problem? (laughs) So, like, I was, like, 17 when I was doing this. And I was, like, taking my kayak off my car. And I, like, I'm doing it one-handed. So I take both hands and I shimmy it off. I set it on my head. And then I take the one hand and flip it down. And I set it on the ground. And then I open the trunk and I get all my shit out of the back. Like, my seat and my paddle and stuff like that. And, like, I usually have, like, a Ziploc bag with all my stuff in it. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. You never know. But I always have a pair of Crocs because I'm smart. Um, so, I take my stuff and I start getting my kayak ready. And the entire time I'm doing this, I promise you I've had at least one creepy old person watch me. <laughs> Just, like, staring at me the whole time. Every time I look up, they're still watching. And note, this takes me, like, 20 minutes get the kayak off, get everything ready, fix all the straps, do all that, get myself ready to go in the kayak, like, put my paddle together. It takes, like, 20 minutes, and I have to, like, lock my car and stuff, and the whole 20 minutes, there's just some couple or some old guy, some old girl, some, like, 30-year-old who has mental problems, I don't know, just staring at me the whole time, and what's weird is I don't see them do that to anyone else. Multiple other people could pull up and be getting kayaks off of their car, or, like, boats and stuff like that, and they're not watching them, they're just watching me. and I'm like, I'm not that attractive, guys. I look like a literal potato that has been boiled for 30 minutes on high. Why are you watching me? I look like a potato in a Hawaiian shirt. I'm so confused what is entertaining. Like, I'm not telling jokes. Like, hey, airplane feud, what about that? As I'm taking the kayak off. Like, (laughs) I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just, I'm just some guy taking a kayak off of a yak. Taking the yak off the yak mobile. And there's no reason, there's no reason for it. And these people are just like intently staring. But <laughs> the only reason I'm ranting about it is because there's this one time with this lady, and it was this old lady, and she was watching me, and like making weird noises. <laughs> like she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's how you do it." Oh, and I'm like, "Oh god!" <laughs> I was like, "You're older than my grandma." <laughs> it just—it was the worst day ever. And, like, and what's creepy is, like, you think these people are across the parking lot. Half of the time, these people find it necessary, necessary, I can English, necessary in a completely empty parking lot to park right next to me. And this has happened twice. I mean, sometimes they watch me from across the parking lot, okay? Let's get that straight. Sometimes they watch me from across the parking lot. But these two women decided on different occasions, that they were going to park one parking spot away from me in a completely empty parking lot that has, like, 50, I'd say, like, 40 or 50 parking spots. They decided to park right next to me. <laughs> and it's, like, scary how close they are to me. and Just staring. Like, Tara, the fucking, she's just staring. She's, like, 87 in her her fucking whip with her six cats and just watching me intently from ten feet away. Like, it's so horrible. <laughs> and so one time it was this really old lady. And she was just watching me and making weird noises. And it made me so uncomfortable that I called my mom. And I was like, Mommy, there's a creaky lady. And she's like watching me. <laughs> she's like, just get in your kayak and paddle away. She can't get to you. And I was like, true. She couldn't chase me down if she wanted to. <laughs> so... That was one day, and she was making weird noises and stuff like that. It's just really weird. And then the, the other day, which, this happened like two weeks ago. I had gone kayaking like two days in a row, and this was the third day. So I get my yak off and I like I'm, I hop out of my car, in my little Hawaiian shirt, you know, looking like a, looking like a potato, boiled for 30 minutes, like I said. <laughs> and I hop out and I like walk to the back to go get my kayak off. And this lady. Who has a dog, a puppy in specific, you know, the kind that pedophiles use to get children in their basements. Um, I'm that, like, I'm not even joking. That's exactly what this felt like. So I, I, she parked right next to me. Like there's one parking spot in between us, but she like parked a little bit closer where a car couldn't even fit in between our cars. And it was just so uncomfortably close. And once again, there was no one else in the entire parking lot. So if I was going to get murdered, there's no one's going to see it. And she's like in her thirties and she like, I don't know. She like could have just been socially awkward or something like that, but she was being so creepy. Like I pull up and she immediately like, you know how when you look at something and your eyes are normal, her eyes were like extended like she was like intently staring at me with her eyes as wide as they could possibly go and it just terrified me i'm like what do you want you're like an owl you can see everything like what do you want and i'm like i'm immediately scared when i make eye contact with satan (laughs) i'm sitting here and I, i i walk and i like pick the kayak up i had taken the straps off already she was watching me take the straps off and I go to back and I start to pick up the kayak. I'm by myself. Now, you would think if somebody is brave enough to get in a car and go kayaking by themselves that they can handle themselves and handle the weight of a kayak, which isn't that much. But no, a lot of fucking middle-aged women think that I'm just a weakling. So, <laughs> I go and I'm, I'm picking my kayak up. And I'm in the middle of me, you know, like pulling this kayak off of the car. And I'm like standing on a rock and I'm like balancing and stuff. She goes... You want me to help you with that? I'm like, no. <laughs> I couldn't even, like, pretend to be nice. I'm like, no, thank you. I was like, no. I was, like, scared. <laughs> I was like, I'm about two seconds away from punching you in your eyeballs, lady. You better back up. You're getting too close there, Tina. <laughs> so I'm pulling this kayak off of this car. And, um, she's like, do you want any help? And I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> But no, I for real, I aggressively was like, no. No. (laughs) And I continue to pull the kayak off. And the whole time she's just staring at me with these eyes. Like an owl or a hawk. She was just staring. I can't stress that enough how creepy it was. Every time I look back, she's still staring. She's always watching. So I eventually, I get the kayak off of the car. And she gets out of the car. And I'm like, what's she doing? What is she doing? (laughs) She gets out of the car, gets in the back seat, and gets a puppy out of the back seat. So she's already she's already on the creep door. She's already creepy to me. She's already weird. But then she pulls out a puppy and doesn't put a lead on it. And it just runs up to me. And I'm like, please don't put a bag over my head. <laughs> like, you know when you lean down to pet a puppy and you're scared the person's gonna kidnap you? Like, you know, just everyday, everyday things. So, like, this puppy comes running up to me. It's, like, this little, I think it's, like, a black lab puppy. Like, but it's really small and has really big paws and it was really cute. But it looked like it had been beaten because it had a giant welt on its head. Like, it looked like it had been abused. And I was, like, very concerned when this dog that looked like this came running up to me. And I crouched down and I start petting it. But I, like, I crouched down in a way where, like, this lady couldn't put a bag over my head. You know where they're like, oh, dude, just try and try and get me, ah! I'm like, this is not whack a mole, lady. Like, um, you can't see me, but I'm in my kitchen about to do dishes, leaning back and forth, avoiding invisible bags over my head. <laughs> anyway, I crouch down, and this dog comes running up to me, and I start petting it, and I start talking to this lady, and she's just super weird. Like, she she can't talk normal, and I don't I don't know why. She's like a white middle-aged american woman and she like i mean american like you can tell she was raised in america because like i don't know it was just you could just tell and so she just was really really weird and it wasn't like she was like a karen or like someone's mom like you could tell this lady like was just super socially awkward and it was just really scary because how she was like projecting this was just really creepy and that's how it's coming off to me like you know when somebody gives you a really bad vibe? That's what this lady was giving me. Like, the worst vibe ever. So, I'm petting her dog. I'm talking to her. And the dog starts to run under my car. And at that point, I'm like, hey, you do recognize there's a leash law in Illinois. Not to give out my location or where I live, which I already did, but I live in Illinois and there's a leash law. You have to have your dog on a leash. Because it's a thing. <laughs> it's the law. I mean, at least the last time I checked, that was a law. So I was like, hey, you know there's a leash law in Illinois? And, like, this lady responds to me and she goes, well, I figured if it's not bothering anybody, I'm not going to put it on a leash. And I'm just, like, completely baffled at the amount of sass this woman just gave me because I told her that her dog needed to be put on a lead because it's a law and it's also crawling under my vehicle and running in front of other vehicles. (laughs) It's like, sorry I care about your dog, you've obviously beaten it before, like, so I just, I didn't say anything else to her, and I just got in my kayak, but the whole time, she was so close to her, like, me, like, she would not get, like, ten foot away from me until I, like, got my shit, locked my car, thought my car locked, it didn't, that, we find that out later, and I like, I'm trying desperately to lock my car when I finally get in my kayak. I'm on the water and I'm close enough to where my car works. But of course my key fob doesn't work. That's what happens in horror movies. So my key fob's not working. It's not locking my car. I think she's going to steal my car or like my shirt to smell it or something. And I'm like trying to lock it. And will will lock. and I call my mom and I'm talking to my mom the whole time. I'm like, mommy, this lady is scaring me. <sighs> and I was like, it's so uncomfortable. Like this lady feels like somebody who murders people. Like that's the vibe she's giving me. And trust me, I'm not overreacting. I'm not like making this up. She was so scary. <laughs> so I was just like, "Ah, oh, like that's such a weird thing that you're just you're already weird, you're already creepy, and then you have a puppy." Like, please stop trying to murder me. <laughs> and my car wouldn't lock. But what was weird is this lady. There was like this little thing called the Playscape, where like you can go up, like a like up a ramp. And it's this whole wide open area where kids can play. So it's this whole wide open area where she could have taken her dog, but instead she stood within 50 feet of her car watching me. Every time I would look up, she'd look away. Like, it was creepy. She was still watching me from a distance. And it was terrifying. It was like, why are you still watching me? And every time I'd look up, I'd be on the phone with my mom. I'm like, mom, she's still staring. And ten minutes later, I'm like, Mom, she's still staring. Like, and she has this dog. And she's pretending to walk this dog. But really, she's just watching me. And it was horrifying. Because I was like, I don't know if my car's locked. I don't know what she's going to do to my car to make me have to come up there. And, like, then she's going to kidnap me. I don't know. I was, like, terrified. And I was, like, so close to calling the police that it wasn't even funny. And she eventually... Gets her in her car and leaves. And I told my mom. I was like I'm just coming home. I've only been here for like maybe 30 minutes to an hour. And I'm already done. I want to go home. So I, I got my kayak. I threw that kayak on top of my car. Strapped it down so fast it's not even funny. And I went home. I was like I am not doing this again. <laughs> like. oh, And I haven't been I haven't been kayaking since. Because I, I don't want that lady to think that I do that regularly. <laughs> so she can't stalk me. Well, actually, I might go kayaking later today. It's pretty nice. i got to do dishes first, but I might go kayaking today. It's pretty nice out there. <laughs> um, That sounded like Barney. Like Barney from, not Barney the like Big Dinosaur, like Barney from the Andy Griffith show, you know, the black and white TV show. They recolored it at some point, you know, with Opie and Andy and Aunt May. Aunt B. Aunt did I call her Aunt May after the bad now? In the town of Mayberry. <laughs> um Yeah, no, I love that show. But anyway, that was the story of the creepy lady. That's the story of my cars, the Yakmobile. Um, I gotta finish doing dishes. I just stopped to record this podcast for you guys. So now I'm gonna do my, my sick outro. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna leave it here and May the tide be on your side. Good night, good morning, and I'll see you in the overmorrow.